Welcome back, friends, to our podcast, Cheeky Vibe, A Peaceful Life. My name is Lauren Mazadonsky. And my name is Michelle Moss, and it is Monday. Hi, Lauren. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Uh, busy. It's been a crazy busy time. As always, our Mondays are always, okay, we're going to get together, we're going to talk, and then we're going to hit the ground running for our week. But it's a wonderful, wonderful way to start off our week. And I hope our listeners feel that way too, um, because our podcasts come out at six o'clock in the morning every Monday. So uh, today we started off sharing a couple of things as we always do. And we both had the same topic that came up into our heads, which means that's yeah, it's definitely meant to be. <laughs> that's what we're going to talk about. So today we're going to talk a little bit about social comparison. So when I say that to you, Lauren, social comparison, what does that mean to you? And how does that, what do you hear about that? Um, I actually hear about this topic often. That's obviously why I was thinking about it too, because that comparison syndrome and like more for me of like the online presence of showing up for your business. Um, sometimes it can be really hard. It can be hard for someone to choose to do it if they're constantly comparing themselves to somebody else. And especially if you're starting a new business and say, I'm a coach and I see another coach that's like on their chapter 20 of their business and I'm on one, you know, you can't compare yourself to that. Plus we have special and unique gifts to share with the world. So, you know, that's something that I always like to put in there is I'm still me even if that coach is the same coach as I am, you know, like same kind. Right. And, you know, you're talking business-wise and, and that's very, very true for business. Um, but it's also true personally, you get online and you see, you know, the social comparison and it's human nature to compare. It's not like, it's, yeah. I mean, it's, inev it's inevitable to compare ourselves to others, but especially on social media, when you see somebody and they're doing all these things and all the things and they're fun things and they're traveling and they're dressed up and they're, it looks like life is grand. And, and, you know, of course, when you put things on social media, generally, what are we putting out there? The good stuff, the, the good stuff, the best stuff. The what, you know what makes me think of that is one people are like, oh, we only see the highlighted reel. But then as soon as someone shares something heavy, people are like, oh, why do you air your dirty laundry? It's like, you know, how do you find the balance? And for me, if I'm showing something personal, like something hard, like when I share pieces of my divorce and that journey, I always try to end it with like, okay, this might've been the hard of what I went through, but adding in that like solution, how did I overcome it? What, what did I do to better myself through that journey? Um, so that's kind of how I try to put my twist on it. So it doesn't always just feel like word vomit of something negative in my life, you know? Yeah. And I, I guess I can think of when, when you're saying that when Jonathan was on the ventilator and going through all that stuff over a year ago. And I posted regularly on social media because so many people wanted updates. Yeah. I always did it the way that I talked about it. I shared specifics. I was vulnerable, but I also was very helpful. And I also have a strong faith. So for me, it was not always, uh, you, know, you know, I wasn't wallowing in it necessarily. I'm sure there were a few times I was, I'm not going to say that I never did, but, yeah, you're um, but, you know, generally trying to say, thank you. That was another thing, having gratitude, thanking people for their support, thanking people for listening, thanking people for showing up. Um, for us, it wasn't, you know, it, it isn't just being a victim. It's yeah. I'm putting it out here, but it is, it is hard. And, and even if, and I don't know if you've ever encountered this, um, you're out with somebody or your boyfriend or friends, girlfriends, and you put a picture out there and then you're like, 
somebody says, well, I wasn't invited. Or you see a picture of somebody that's doing something fun and they're friends of yours. And you're like, oh my gosh, they're doing that. Why didn't they invite me? I mean, it puts this whole other thing, mm-hmm. you know, like can't, it's not oh. like you can hide. Something else that just came up for me that I thought about. So the other day, like I followed this girl and she's a salon owner. She's a business coach and I follow her and I thought it was really cool. Like I always just see her life. Like, you know, like you said, like the pretty things, like her business or her family or whatever. But I thought it was really cool. Cause it really caught my eye the other day when she shared something, um, hard that she kind of went through, like more of her journey of life and the stumbles along the way. Um, it just made me really stop and like acknowledge it. And I was like, oh, that made her so much more human than just this girl I see on Instagram, you know? Well, that goes back to some of the things we've already discussed, some other podcasts about being showing a little vulnerability. And I don't necessarily mean on always on social media, but in other ways, whatever you're doing, showing a little vulnerability is a link to relate. It's relational to relate that to other people that you're not just this person that the perfect person that you've edited and brushed and you know, it's, we, we have our flaws, we have our vulnerabilities, but we're not sitting there, you know, like you said, where did the growth come from? But, you know, I, I did kind of want to talk about, this is flipping, flipping it around a little bit. You know, we just talked about the negative side of looking at social media and comparing our, comparing ourselves and saying, oh, well, I'm not as thin as this person, or I, I'm not as successful, or I'm not as wealthy, or I'm not as traveled. But this is this particular article that was in, um, psychology today was interesting because it turned social comparison into how can we benefit from social comparison? I mean, does that sound like it's even a possibility? We're looking at other people. How do we, and we're comparing ourselves. How can that be a benefit? Right. Um, But they gave four strategies. And I think the first one is focusing on the similarities. And we had Michaela Madison from Newsy Mom on a couple of times ago. And she talked about, she gets together with all kinds of moms. They're, you know, all kinds of ethnicity, races, religions, you know, different politics. And yet she said they get together and they focus on the fact that, that they're all moms. They would all jump in front of a train for their child. You know, these are things that are commonalities. So same thing when we're comparison, doing comparison, if we focus on, let's say we're both runners and we're, you know, instead of looking at your time and, and, and comparing it to mine, maybe we're looking at it more as, well, let's train together. We're going to help each other get better. Yeah. No, I love that. Yeah. I, I just think it's interesting because Michaela had brought that up and I read that. I'm like, oh my gosh, I love how that kind of goes into the circle. Um, second strategy was setting your own goals. Um, a lot of people, research shows that success is defined by how much personal growth you have, your ability to avoid failure and your ability to perform better than others. And they said that the people who focus on personal growth and and avoiding failure have such a better sense of self-efficacy and self-esteem than people who just focus on, oh, I'm better than you. I'm performing better than you. Right. And like you just said, you have different goals as your first chapter as a coach than somebody who's in their, you know, 20. And you might look at those goals and think that's where you want to go, but you're not you're, you're, you're talking about what you're going to do right now and Mm -hmm. having your goal set. Does that make sense? Yes. Um, the third one is establishing collaborative norms. So this kind of goes to teamwork. If you're on a team and you're only focused on your own productivity and your own production, 
it could set yourself up because you're looking at different people and what they're individually doing. But if you put the team together and look at the success of the team, you're going to have more um, a better view on comparison to, comparing to each other. So and for a team to have success, you need trust, comfort, and sharing, and a de-emphasis, a de-emphasis on that individual stuff. So again, looking at it as a team, whether it's a sports team or a work team or a, a whatever, doing it in a collaborative way. <clears throat> and the last one is, and, and I'm, you know, I've been doing this myself, having just started the, our new nonprofit. Don't just look at one person or one entity. Look at a multitude. Like I, I don't want to just look at this one maybe this one nonprofit and how far they've come and what they're doing. And, and I'm a, I'm a startup and try to say, Oh, I have to do all these things or I'm not good because I'm not doing all these things. It's a journey. And yeah. I look at all the other ones. Maybe I look at other startups where they're at and what they're doing, you know? So I just thought that was a, a really interesting way to look at comparison to benefit us instead of harming us. Now, having just said all that, anything resonating with you? Yeah. I think um, when you're looking at it and trying to find the, the positive, like those things you mentioned are definitely more positive. I would ask too, like if following somebody or you feel triggered, like maybe ask yourself why, like, what about that person or thing? Why do I feel triggered? Why do I feel like I need to compare myself? Um, cause sometimes it might not be like, like a, a bad thing. It might be like, oh, well, maybe that's something I want to achieve where I'm comparing myself because I'm not there yet. And she is, you know what I mean? So I, that's something I personally like to do is just kind of stop and say, why does this trigger me? Why do I feel like I'm comparing myself in a negative way? If you are saying it in a way of like, I'm not worthy, I'm not good enough because I'm not there yet, or I can't do what she's doing, those kind of things. Right. And that, that's an interesting, you know, sometimes too, if there's somebody, and this goes the other way, this is what the therapist in me would say. If there's somebody that's triggering you every time you see their stuff, the therapist would say, delete, <laughs> unfriend. But I don't, don't think have you really have to. I think sometimes you don't have to. Out why it's triggering you. The why needs to be there. You need to discover that because it might be something deeper that it has nothing to do about the person. It might be a jealous thing in you that maybe it's something you need to strive for and work harder for, you know, like yeah. it's something I agree, you I, would, I agree with that, but a lot of people aren't that involved. And if, and yeah. if it's causing you heartache or heart, oh, you know, yeah. Like, if it's bothering you that much, cause like you definitely can even mute people or do it for a season. Like you can, you know, unsee their stuff for a little bit, which I definitely think is good if you can't get to that point, because I would also say too, in, in your creation mode, like if you're building a business or you with your nonprofit, like if, um, you're watching somebody else do it, like say I'm watching another coach or you're watching another nonprofit. And this is, that's when I would tell somebody to mute them. If it clouds your vision, if you feel like watching them, you get cloudy on yours and what you want to be creating, because you know, there's always things that maybe we could do. And we, when we see someone else doing it, like, oh, I could do that too. Like, I feel that way about coaching, but I can't coach in every area under the sun. Right. Like, so that helps me narrow that down niche down. Who is it? I want to talk to. And that's what helps me sometimes is muting those other coaches. If it clouds my vision. Now, again, 
all the way around to the other side of it. I'm also motivated when I see somebody who's doing something that I want to do or be successful. This is the, you know, the evolved person. I look at somebody getting an award or doing this thing. And I'm thinking, I know I can do that for me. It's like, I know I can do that. I'm going to do it. You know? So sometimes seeing something like that can also motivate. And again, that's a good comparison. I can say if they can do it, I certainly can do it, which goes, you know, all over the place. And I guess it's where you are in your own self-confidence, your own self-efficacy, your own mental state, you know, can you flip it around and see it as something that you can use to your advantage to help you grow? Like you just said, inspire you. Yep. Yep. Well, I just thought that was an interesting topic. We both, we both have some thoughts on that. And, you know, again, it's different from, you know, a business person sense to maybe going to a high school girl who's looking at things on, on social media and, and getting a negative view of self, you know, this is, how do we flip this around? So hopefully our listeners got that. Um, Oh, that's a whole nother podcast of why I have strong feelings about my daughters not being on, you know, social media and that for a long time, because I don't ever want them, which I mean, at some point, can you really stop it? But you know, in their little brains, I don't want them to compare themselves to somebody that's putting a filter on and giving fake eyelashes and all of that. Like that's a whole nother topic because <laughs> right, that right. can be challenging for itself. Right. But, but as a business person, as a, as somebody who, you know, is an adult with, with our own internal filters, we can look at things and see it for what it is and take it, take the positive out of it. So, yeah. All right. Well, anything else you want to add? No, just like I said, if, if you feel like someone is triggering you, I would encourage you to journal on it and maybe just get to the, the root of it, that it might be bigger because we're all human. So it might not be about, you know, that person. Absolutely. Well, very, very, very well done. All right. As always, listener, stay cheeky.